Get ready, we're turning it up. Get ready, get ready, we're turning it up. What's up, champs? <clears throat> Welcome into the Pigskin Champs Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Derek Bordeaux. You can find me on Twitter at pigskin underscore DRock. Another great week of football in the books. Week four coming to an end. We got Monday Night Football tonight. Want to talk about the week four recap. That's what today's show is all about. We're going to run them through some of the games, or all the games, actually. And, uh, Talk about some of the biggest storylines in those games and uh, get you ready for the waiver wire show tomorrow. Just go ahead and follow us on all of our social medias at Pigskin Champs on Twitter, at Pigskin Champs Pod on Facebook. All right, let's jump straight into it, man. Okay, so we're going to talk about real quick first the Thursday night game Cincinnati getting the win 24 21 over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Both quarterbacks played great or played good. Uh, you know nothing, nothing too special. Uh, Joe Trevor Lawrence got some got a lot of work done on the ground, uh, thirty six yards and a touchdown. So that was encouraging. James Robinson had a solid day, eighteen carries. It was only had one catch, but you know seventy eight yards and two touchdowns. I'll take that all day long. Joe Mixon looked solid. Uh, they didn't run enough, in my opinion. I mean, sixteen carries, sixty seven yards. That offensive line is just not. Not what it needs to be, man. And he did come off the field uh, late in that game, so we'll keep we'll keep an eye on that uh, as the week progresses. Maybe we'll have some more information for you for the waiver wire show. Tyler Boyd stepped in for T. Higgins, uh, nine catches, 118 yards. Jamar Chase didn't get in the end zone, but he had six catches for 77 yards. The big news on the Jaguars side: DJ Chark fractured ankle. I think it's season ending, but uh, we'll wait for the official announcement from the team before we really move forward with that news. Lavisca Chanel stepped in. Six catches, 99 yards. Marvin Jones, three catches, 24 yards. That's a little weird um, to not see him get. wasn't as involved as I thought he would be. Chanel definitely stepped in in, in a big way. Uzuma, 26 point fantasy points on the week. Two touchdowns, 95 yards. Had a big catch on a screen pass that really broke that game open for the Bengals and got them into scoring position. So good game overall on Thursday night. People need to stop talking about how some of these games are projected to be bad games. Like the only game on this slate that was that should have been in that category was the Buffalo Houston game. All right. The next game we're gonna talk about the Washington football team against the Atlanta Falcons. Washington getting a 34 to 30 win. Heineke and Matt Ryan both put up pretty good days, man. 27, 29 points, uh, respectively. Had a pretty solid day, man. Uh three touchdowns for Heineke, four touchdowns for Matt Ryan. I'll take that. McKissick and Gibson on the Washington side, pretty good, man. I mean, Gibson got the majority of the rushing work, and McKissick got the majority of the passing down work. They're both startable, in my opinion. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much all. Yeah. Uh, Terry McLaurin, 30 points in fantasy, six receptions, 123 yards, and two touchdowns. There isn't any other notable pass catcher. He had 13 targets, man. The next highest was Curtis Samuel with four targets. But uh, Terry McLaurin is a superstar, man. Cordero Patterson, probably the biggest name on the week. Uh, six carries for 34 yards, five receptions, 82 yards, three touchdowns. Cordero Patterson doing it all, man. Calvin Ridley, 
uh, seven catches for 80 yards. Let me just talk about Patterson real quick. Do I think that this is a, can this last all season long? Maybe. I think that uh, he's an every week uh, flex option for you. And the fact that he has wide receiver running back eligibility in sleeper leagues is fantastic and is a huge advantage in your league especially going to come up through bye week. So if you can buy Coral Patterson, I know it's probably too late because a 34.6 fantasy outing in PPR formats is is incredible. So you're probably going to have to pay the price. You know, if he has a down week next week, uh, you know, maybe we could see. But it's not likely. He's playing against the Jets and then the bye week. So maybe try to buy him during the bye week. But Coral Patterson is, a, is probably a cheat code this year in fantasy. Uh, and then one last little thing on Kyle Pitts, uh, just a pedestrian day. And I think there's going to be more of the same throughout the rest of the season. I think people are misguided when they think he was going to be a superstar tight end right off the bat. And that's why I avoided him. I don't have him in any of my leagues and I, you know, I just stick with the don't draft middle round tight ends. So it's either the top three or nobody. So, um, yeah, Kyle Pitts probably going to be like this the rest of the season, pedestrian at best. And if he scores a touchdown, he'll be he'll be happy. But he's probably going to be like most of the tight ends in that range. All right, the Buffalo Bills winning forty to nothing. Really, the only thing to talk about on this game was the fact that Dawson Knox two touchdowns. Man, he was a guy I talked about in this in the weekend siege episode last week, and this was last week. Okay, this wasn't this week. This was last week I talked about him, that you should pick him up and start him this weekend. And yeah, yeah, paid off big time, man. Two touchdowns for Dawson Knox. Uh, we'll see after uh, Monday Night Football where he finishes as a tight end, at, at the tight end position. So, But he had a big day, man. Big day. Five catches, 37 yards, and two touchdowns. Diggs produced... At a solid level, didn't get in the end zone. Sanders was usable, 13 fantasy points. Cole Beasley, only two targets. And Gabe Davis, again, nothing. Goose egg. He is definitely droppable. Should not be on any of your fantasy teams. Okay, the Chicago Bears, 24. Detroit, 14. Justin Fields looked looked okay. Uh, Bill Lazor did call plays. Matt Nagy did give those play calling, the play calling duties up. So that's encouraging, encouraging to see. Uh, Matt Nagy is not a good play caller. So, and you can see it. I mean, they won the game 24 to 14. I definitely picked Detroit to win this game, but uh, they fall to 0 4, and Chicago gets a gets an ugly win, but hey, it wins a win. David Montgomery, uh, 23 carries, 106 yards, and two touchdowns. Wasn't involved in the passing game, but uh, did go down with a knee injury. We'll have more information, I, I assume, at, at maybe later today, hopefully after he gets MRIs and all that stuff. So pay attention to that one and uh, keep clear Herbert and Damian Williams in your thoughts uh, going into waivers. All right. Uh, Deandre Swift. I mean, this bears defense was good, man. If you just look at the bears side overall, I mean, not a whole lot of production uh, from the superstars. Okay. So Deandre Swift, 16 yards on the ground, 33 yards in the air, nothing. Uh, Jamal Williams had, led the team in carries but had less fantasy points than DeAndre Swift because of the reception so Jamal Williams 14 carries 66 yards this is after they the Lions came out and said that you would see a lot more Swift which was kind of weird because he got I mean he almost got out touched he did get out touched he got out touched by uh Jamal uh Jamal Williams so not really sure what to do with that information right there Darnell Mooney had a great day uh 
really caught, caught fire, man. Five catches, 125 yards. Didn't get into the end zone, but had a really respectable day. And uh, I don't know if I'd be willing to sell off this big performance, but uh, definitely be open to that. If he has another big performance, maybe move off of him. But uh, Darnell Mooney, man, had a great day. Khalif Raymond, two touchdowns. So weird, man. So weird. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Had a solid day. 13 fantasy points. Quintez Cephas had that long catch. Four for 83. And Hawkinson held to four for 42. So, you know, it's an okay day for the Lions. But, I mean, Jared Goff's your quarterback. So, it's really, the upside's really not going to be there. And the Lions overall, you know, they played a tough team uh, on the road. So, I thought they were going to get the win. It just felt like a, a, a game that Detroit can get the win, but uh, the Bears definitely got back on track. All right, next game, Dallas beating the Carolina Panthers 36-28. Carolina was really getting close to winning this game, and Sam Darnold was a huge part of that. He was uh, he was awesome, man. 301 yards, two touchdowns. He did have two picks. He did carry the ball six times and got two touchdowns out of it. He had, yeah. Yeah, great day from Sam Darnold, man. 33 fantasy points was awesome. Dak Prescott on the other side, 188 yards and four touchdowns. Those touchdowns really saved him, man. He had 27 fantasy points. The real production came from Ezekiel Elliott, 20 carries, 143 yards and a touchdown. Wasn't involved in the passing game, but they really didn't throw a whole lot to begin with. And, uh, you know, it's good to see. It's good to see Zeke getting back into the fold, getting back into it, and uh, being productive for fantasy. DJ Moore. Eight receptions, 113 yards, and two touchdowns. That guy is, he's an elite player, man. And, uh, you know, I hope you have him in your fantasy leagues because you're not going to be able to trade for him. Uh, Mari Cooper, three catches, 69 yards, and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb just completely, I don't know what happened to CeeDee Lamb in this game. Two catches on five targets, 13 yards. He just wasn't involved, wasn't involved. And I'm starting to get a little nervous because the Cowboys are looking like a run-first team right now. And that's a little concerning for my CD Lamb shares. So hopefully he can get more involved in this game plan and get um and there'll be there'll be times throughout the season where he's gonna be utilized a little bit more. Uh but uh they got the week seven bye coming up, so hopefully after the bye they can get him more involved. Actually, hopefully sooner rather than later, you know, he's on my fantasy team. So all right, Robbie Anderson, Robbie Anderson sighting, which was Pretty nice to see 11 targets for Robbie Anderson this week. Five catches, 46 yards, did not get in the end zone, but 10 fantasy points, I'll take that, especially from a guy that probably, you probably benched him. So it's encouraging to see him get 11 targets in this game and uh, be reliable, or be not reliable, but at least show you something to where you can feel somewhat confident starting him next week. Dalton Schultz continues his takeover at the tight end position. Uh, for this team, six catches, 58 yards, and a touchdown. Blake Jarwin did get in the end zone as well, but he had three targets, one catch for that touchdown. So uh, Dalton Schultz is a guy you want in this offense. All right, that wraps up that game. Let's move on to the next one. The Indianapolis Colts beating the Miami Dolphins 27-17. to Carson Wentz, he looked okay, 228 and two touchdowns. Um, five carries for eight yards. Not too shabby. Pretty average day. If you were forced to start Carson Wentz, I think you were happy. 17 fantasy points is pretty good for a streaming quarterback. Jacoby Brissett, I mean, this team on the on the Dolphins side just did not look good at all. I mean, Gasicki was the lone bright spot. Five catches, 57 yards, and a touchdown. 
Will Fuller exited with an injury. Jalen Waddle had three catches for 33 yards. Devontae Parker had that big play um, and, and the touchdown. So he was the only bright spot. I mean, him and Gasicki were the only two players that, you know, really played well. I mean, Brissett was abysmal. 199 yards, two touchdowns. You hate to see it uh, that Miami is just, they just lack a quarterback with any sort of upside. So uh, Jonathan Taylor's my start of the week. Had 16 carries, 103 yards, and a touchdown. Three catches for 11 yards. 20 fantasy points. I'll take it. Um, we'll see where he finishes and talk about that on the Thursday show. But um, he was definitely usable, man. Naeem Hines, man. Naeem Hines is probably not usable right now. Probably not startable in any sort of format. Uh, two carries for six yards. Two receptions for five yards. I mean, Carson Wentz is just not the dink and dunk, ch- uh, check it down kind of running back. And, uh, you know, it's tough. But um, And then Marlon Mack getting here, 10 carries, man. 22 yards. Didn't look so good on the ground, but 10 carries to Marlon Mack. I think they might be trying to trade him because they did come out and say that they were trying to uh, trade him uh, or that they were both seeking a trade, him and uh, Marlon Mack. The, the Dolphins and – sorry, the, the Colts and Marlon Mack were both seeking trades. Uh, Miles Gaskin, two carries for three yards. I don't know what happened to Gaskin. Uh, you know, barely on the field. Yeah, Malcolm Brown and Savon Achman got way more chances than Gaskin did. Uh, yeah, and then against the against the Bucks next week, it's just not going to be good. Not going to be good. So Malcolm Brown led the way in carries. It's just a weird, a weird game. So uh, 27 to 17, the Colts get the win. Um, Mo, Mo Ali Cox, I forgot. Sorry, Mo, Mo Ali Cox, nine or er, yeah, 19 fantasy points, three catches, 40, 42 yards, and two touchdowns solid day for the Indianapolis Colts getting a good win all right the Cleveland Browns winning 14 to 7 over the Minnesota Vikings looks like a high school football score Baker Mayfield I mean just the the Browns don't need Baker Mayfield to throw the ball more than I mean he threw the ball 33 times but he completed 15 of them so, I don't know if it's just a lack of receiving options in this offense. Odell Beckham, two for seven. Sorry, two receptions on seven targets, 27 yards. Just They're just not in sync right now. Not in sync. But you know what is in sync? This Cleveland Browns running game. All right, uh, Kareem Hunt, 14 carries. Nick Chubb, 21 carries. 169 yards combined. Um, Nick Chubb didn't get in the end zone, but Kareem Hunt did. And, you know, there's just a one-two punch at running back, man. Uh, I like Kareem Hunt a little bit more uh, moving forward just because of the pass catching. The pass catching work that he's going to get. And, uh, you know, Nick Chubb's a great runner, a great runner. But he had seven more uh, carries than Kareem Hunt. And Kareem Hunt finished with five more fantasy points. So the receiving work definitely matters in full PPR formats. Half PPR, maybe it's a little bit closer. And then standard, I would go with Chubb, but uh, who's playing standard football anymore? Uh, Dalvin Cook did have, uh, did exit the game at some point with an ankle injury, I believe. And uh, Madison came in with 10, 10 carries. Dalvin Cook only had nine carries. It's not a good game for Dalvin Cook. And, uh, you know, he doesn't look healthy right now, and it's it's kind of concerning. So keep an eye on that. If you don't, if Madison is available anywhere, you need to pick him up. 
All right. The receiving side, Justin Jefferson, was the only uh, thing on both sides that had a good day in the receiving game. Six catches, 84 yards, and a touchdown. Other than that, everyone else is pretty pedestrian. Even Adam Thielen, three catches for 46 yards, no touchdowns. You know, it was just a, a tough day for the Minnesota Vikings. They only scored seven points. But, hey, their defense only gave up 14 points. But they were ran all over. So, um, yeah, Cleveland Browns getting an ugly win here. Surprising win here, the Giants 27, New Orleans 21. Daniel Jones, 27 fantasy points. This dude continues to light it up, man. 402 yards, two touchdowns. He did have the interception. Four carries for 27 yards. I mean, it's 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 pretty good, man. Uh, Taysom Hill comes in and outproduces Jameis Winston as a starting quarterback. So weird, man. Taysom Hill is the most annoying player in fantasy football. Uh, Jameis Winston is pro- is definitely not streamable at this point. I, I don't think I can recommend anybody start Jameis Winston because of the fact that Taysom Hill will come in and have three attempts through the air, uh, six carries, and two receptions. Like, he's just not... The offense is not going through Jameis Winston, so it's really tough to see. Alvin Kamara, 26 carries, 120 yards, no touchdowns, so 12 fantasy points in full PPR formats. Man, I wish it was point per carry in my leagues. So uh, I have Alvin Kamara, and you know, you're encouraged by the 126 rushing yards, but not by the zero touchdowns and no work in the passing game at all. You had three other running backs get targets in this game. Tony Jones was carted off, so uh, we'll get more information on that one. But uh, Montgomery and Washington, you know, they're just they're there taking up targets that Alvin Kamara needs to have. I don't understand why the Saints refuse to throw the ball to Kamara. Like I don't understand it. He has he has fourteen targets on the season through four games. I mean, I know that's really not something to really complain about but like man he had zero nothing nothing in this game at all and they could have used a guy like like that I mean they don't have any receivers to to really speak of so their leading receiver was Deontay Harris and you know he's okay but he's nothing that he's he's not a better receiver than Alvin Kamara so it's just so weird so weird. Uh, the Giants side, Saquon Barkley looked like Saquon Barkley, man. 13 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. He had five receptions, 74 yards, and another touchdown. He had that big catch uh, down the sideline. I think it was like a 56-yard touchdown. So Saquon Barkley looking like Saquon again. I think if you drafted him um, after he fell, uh, you're pretty happy. So Kenny Galladay, 116 yards, looked okay. John Ross getting that huge touchdown. Kadarius Tony, in the absence of other receivers, six catches for 78 yards. Looked electric, man. Looked absolutely electric. And then Evan Ingram on his on his return, five catches, 27 yards. Yeah, not interested in Evan Ingram at all. All right, the Titans losing to the Jets, 27-24 in overtime. Such a weird game. Ryan Tannehill was my sit of the week. And if it wasn't for overtime and the Jets being so competent in this game, it probably would have hit. So we'll see what it, what it comes out to. But 18 fantasy points. Definitely didn't get over that 20-point mark. We'll see where he finishes on the week, but uh, I still stand by that call, man. But uh, Zach Wilson looked okay. Uh, did have an interception and and a fumble, So, uh, but you're not starting Zach Wilson anyway. So Michael Carter gets into the end zone. Really nothing else to speak of. 38 yards on the ground, 13 carries. He led the team in carries, which is nice, but 
I wish he would get a little bit more work. Derrick Henry here, 33 carries, 157 yards and a touchdown, two catches for 20 yards. Loving Derrick Henry's production right now. I thought he would get more, but uh, but yeah, the Jets, uh, you know, they made plays at the end when they needed to most. And, uh, you know, could have been a bigger day for Derrick Henry. All right, the receiving side, Corey Davis had 111 yards and a touchdown. Jameson Crowder had seven catches, 61 yards and a touchdown. Nobody on the Tennessee side worth mentioning um, at the tight end position either. So, you know, it's just a really weird game. The Jets get their first win, so congrats to them, man. I definitely picked Tennessee to win this game, and, yeah, they didn't do it. All right, Kansas City Chiefs 42 to the Philadelphia Eagles 30. Uh, Patrick Mahomes was Mahomes 278-5. and Did have the interception, but uh, Jalen Hurts, man, this is he played a really good game. 387 yards, two touchdowns, eight carries, 47 yards. He did have a fumble, but uh, he played pretty well. Played really well. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, 102 yards on the ground, and then a receiving touchdown. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, 20 fantasy points from Kenny Gainwell, man. I remember Justin needed Kenny Gainwell last week to score 20 points, and he didn't. So I wonder how he's feeling today, man. Uh, Kenny Gainwell, three carries, 31 yards. He had six catches for 58 yards. He did have a rushing touchdown as well. So Kenny Gainwell is probably a guy you can start to flex depending on the matchup, but uh, this was going to be a shootout no matter what, and it, it it was right. I mean, 72 points between the two teams. So, you know, Kenny Gainwell in those matchups can definitely produce for you for fantasy. So uh, Tyree Kill, 11 catches, 100, 186 yards, and three touchdowns. Outside of that, man, I mean, Kelsey, four for 23, <laughs> nothing. Uh, both tight ends on the Philadelphia side were, were usable, man. Zach Ertz and Dallas Goddard. Goddard did have the one touchdown. He had one touchdown call back, I believe. So, um, yeah, but you, I don't know if you're going to be able to start them week to week, but it's encouraging to see both tight ends involved. And even if one tight end is super involved, the other one is is still producing for fantasy. So maybe Dallas Goddard is a reliable option after all. All right, Seattle 28, San Francisco 21. Russell Wilson, he looked okay. He looked okay. He had three touchdowns, two through the air, one on the ground. Trey Lance coming in for the 49ers uh, after Jimmy Garoppolo suffered what I believe is a calf injury, but we'll get more information on that later today. Uh, 157 yards and two touchdowns for Trey Lance. And, I mean, he looked all right. I mean, you know, not the superstar that everybody thinks he's going to be, but he looked okay. Uh, Chris Carson here. (sighs) Man, what a day. What a day for the... uh, Seattle running backs, man. Chris Carson, 13 carries for 30 yards, and that's it. Alex Collins came in and had 10 carries, 44 yards, and a touchdown. Two catches for 34 yards. Alex Collins outplayed Chris Carson, which is weird. And I tried to trade for Chris Carson this week and wasn't successful, and I'm kind of glad that that I wasn't because I would have gave up a lot to get him. So my I'm very needy at running backs. So that should explain... Um, I should explain, I tell you everything you need to know about my fantasy team this year. So, uh, Trey Sermon, 19 carries, 89 yards, didn't get into the end zone, would have had a better day, but he looks like the back to own, man. Kyle Juszczyk did not have a rush attempt, but he did have four catches for 41 yards. Jacquez Patrick came in, two carries for 12 yards. I thought originally when I saw Patrick coming, I was like, oh man, he might be taking over. But then, you know, Trey Sermon was right back on the field, so... I think if you have Trey Sermon, you can start him every week. 
for sure. Um, another guy you can absolutely start every single week is Debo Samuel. This guy is just on fire. Eight catches, 156 yards, and two touchdowns. He's the best player on San Francisco, I believe. He's just so good, man. He And he plays with uh, violent intentions, even as a wide receiver. So you love to see it. DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett. I mean, okay days. You're more excited about Metcalf. He gets in the end zone here, but... Outside of that, I mean, nothing else on the Seattle side worth mentioning. Uh, you know, it's, a we- it's weird that they had, you know, this kind of production fantasy-wise and still got the 28-21 to 21 victory. So uh, maybe it's because they had, San Francisco had the, the backup quarterback come in. But uh, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't playing that well to begin with or anyway. So it probably wouldn't have mattered. Um, Garoppolo did have an interception in this game. So... All right, moving on. The Arizona Cardinals getting the huge, huge 37-20 to 20 victory over the Los Angeles Rams. Arizona's 4-0, man. Playing some really good football, uh, dropping the Rams to 3-1. and Kyler Murray, uh, you know, when we talked about on the Pick'em episode last week on, on Friday, we were picking this game. I said, I'm, I'm taking Arizona. And Justin was like, really? And like, yeah, man, there's just something about Kyler Murray. And... I was right, man. Kyler Murray, 268 and two touchdowns, six carries for 39 yards. Played really well. Uh, James Conner had two touchdowns. Chase Edmonds had 120 yards on the ground. A.J. Green had a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins played okay, but I think he's been battling an injury. So, um, you know, we'll see about that one. Rondell Moore has cooled off considerably. Uh, But Max Williams, man, 66 yards and a touchdown. Uh, The Arizona Cardinals play really well. Uh, as for the Rams, Stafford, 280 yards and two touchdowns. He did have the pick, uh, but Stafford played hard all the way through the end. You love to see Stafford play like that. Um, Daryl Henderson, solid running back option, RB2, high-end RB2 option. I don't think he's going to be RB1 this year, but he's got to stay on the field. But when he's on the field, he's great. 14 carries, 89 yards. Five catches for 27 yards. Sony Michelle, negative fantasy points. We're going to move on from that one. He's no, no more than a handcuff. I would not use him. Uh, I wouldn't be trying to play him without an injury to uh, Daryl Henderson. Van Jefferson. Who knew Van Jefferson was the guy to, to start in this matchup, man? Six catches, 90 yards, and a touchdown. Caught all six of his targets. Uh, Van Jefferson's a guy you need to pick up, and we'll be talking about him on the waiver Wire Show. Absolutely. At least on my end, I'll be talking about him for sure. Robert Woods, four catches, 48 yards, and a touchdown. It's really hard to trust Robert Woods right now, and I get it. If you want to if you want to bench him, do what you got to do. But uh, he had a solid performance here. At least shows you that he can be reliable. He can be usable, um, but is it going to be consistent? Cooper Cup definitely cooled off. 13 targets, five catches for 64 yards. They were trying to shut Cooper Cup down the whole game, the whole game and uh it worked it worked uh Tyler Higby four catches 36 yards I mean the tight end position is just not utilized this year in this offense so um Higby is probably a tight a touchdown or bust uh player all right Baltimore 23 Denver 7 Lamar Jackson only 28 yards on the ground but he had 316 yards through the air and one touchdown pretty solid day for him uh Tyson Williams is the healthy scratch on offense, and Latavius Murray gets to start 18 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown. Le'Veon Bell made his debut, man. Four carries for 11 yards. I'm not, no, no. I might hold him one more week just to see, but uh, if you have him on your team, I would hold him maybe one more week. 
Just give me one more against Indianapolis. See if the usage goes up. If it doesn't go up, cut him because uh, he's not going to be it. Devonta Freeman, same thing. Cut him. If you don't need him, cut him. All right, Marquise Brown, uh, four catches, 91 yards, and a touchdown. Had a solid day. Um, James Prochet, first time we talked about him on this podcast, five catches for 74 yards. Sammy Watkins, four catches, 49 yards. I mean, this they, they had a good passing day. They had a good passing day. Their rushing attack, their their identity on, on on this football team has definitely shifted a little bit. They definitely pass a little bit better than they run at this point in time. They did have over a hundred yards rushing as a team. Um, so, I mean, take it for what you will. Mark Andrews, five catches, sixty-seven yards. Usable tight end, but definitely not one of the top three or four tight ends on the season. So, all right, the Broncos side, Teddy Bridgewater. Came out with it with a concussion, I believe. Drew Locke came in and looked exactly like we thought Drew Locke would look. So Teddy Bridgewater is clearly the the starter when he's healthy. So hopefully he's not out for too long. Jamal Javonta Williams and Melvin Gordon had literally the same fantasy day, the same eleven yards receiving for both of them. Uh, Javonta Williams forty eight yards on the ground. Melvin Gordon fifty six yards on the ground. Uh, they're literally separated by 0.2 fantasy points in full PPR format. So you can start both of them. I would start the healthier one uh, moving forward. But, I mean, you're going to get probably the same workload out of both guys. And uh, I'd be trying to buy in Dynasty right now. Buy them now. Because once the season's over and people realize that Melvin Gordon's not going to be on this roster next year, Javonta Williams is going to be going to be a stud next season. So probably not going to be... Huge stud unless one of them goes down to injury this season. Cortland Sutton, three catches, 47 yards. Tim Patrick, three catches, 39 yards. I mean, this passing offense really took a hit when Teddy Bridgewater went out of the game. So uh, Noah Fant, my tight end start of the week, had six catches, 46 yards, and a touchdown. Looked pretty good. Um, outside of that, I mean, Drew Locke is going to tank the um, the value of this offense anytime he's in. So I hate to see it. Pittsburgh, 17. Green Bay, 27. Ben Roethlisberger looked like trash. Absolute trash. He should be done. I, I wish I wish he would just I wish he he could retire, but I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can because retiring midseason would be a huge blemish on his legacy. So I think he plays the rest of the season, but maybe has an injury. I don't know. It's just it's just tough to watch. Aaron Rodgers gets it done, two hundred and forty eight yards and two touchdowns. Did have a rushing touchdown as well. Aaron Jones and Aaron, and um AJ Dillon split carries and you know, had similar days, man. They had, they're only separated by, you know, one fantasy point. So I think they're just trying to save Aaron Jones for the, for the end of the year. So, uh, you'll see a lot of AJ Dillon probably moving forward. So, but there will be days where Aaron Jones scores, you know, big, big fantasy numbers. So, uh, yeah. Najee Harris, 15 carries, 62 yards and a touchdown pretty solid day for him wasn't the 19 target day but uh still had seven targets on the week Deontay Johnson on the Steelers side nine catches to 92 yards and a touchdown really came through for you 13 targets uh James Washington four catches 69 yards Juju two catches for 11 yards man you cannot play Juju moving forward him and Ben are just not on the same page and they just Juju looks frustrated his whole passing offense looks frustrated and you know Deontay Johnson's the only one you could probably start with confidence. Randall Cobb, five catches, 69 yards, and two touchdowns on the Packers side. 
This is a flashback to 2015, man. Aaron Rodgers throwing two touchdowns to Randall Cobb, which is crazy. Devontae Adams, six catches for 64 yards. Could have had a bigger day, but Randall Cobb would just stole the show. Stole the show. And he even had a, a play where it was intended for Devontae Adams, and Randall Cobb tries to, like, one-hand it one hand catch it like obj and it goes incomplete and rogers like what are you doing but uh it would have been a bigger day for uh Devontae adams if he would have made that catch so tight ends nothing to speak of here just kind of move on from that and in the last game we're gonna talk about the Tampa bay buccaneers getting the 19 to 17 victory over the new england patriots tom brady breaking the nfl uh career passing yards record and not celebrating it at all was was pretty <laughs> interesting uh, but Brady, a lot of people start of the week. I think people really underestimated the Patriots' defense and the fact that it would be in Foxborough. Um, I didn't think this was going to be a blowout at all. And, you know, it was right. I mean, they almost, New England almost won this game. I mean, that field goal goes in. I mean, I know you get, I know that's Tom Brady with 59 seconds and two timeouts, but man. I mean, New England played a really good game. Mac Jones outproduced Tom Brady in this game, played really well, 275 and two. Did have the interception, but I mean they played they played some great football, man. Uh Leonard Fournette got it done on the ground, 20 carries, 91 yards. He did have three catches for 47 yards. Ronald Jones gets a touchdown here, but outside of that touchdown, man, he had two fantasy points. So um can't start him unless there's an injury. So moving on from that one. Brandon Bolden. Uh, looks like he's getting the James White role in this offense. Damian Harris had negative four rushing yards. Uh, I want to go back and look at the statistics here, but I believe that the Patriots as a team had less rushing yards than Tom Brady. I have to double check that, but I'm going to go look at that and see if that's if that's true. I think at some point in the game it was, so I'm going to go look at that and maybe I'll talk about it on tomorrow's show. Uh, the Bucks wide receiver options. I mean, Chris Godwin was kind of irrelevant in this game three catches 55 yards he's such a good player i don't know why they didn't get him more involved antonio brown could have had a monster day if he would have connected on that touchdown uh and we also he had a couple plays where he could have connected for deep touchdowns we just had some penalties on the offensive line that kind of ruined that mike evans was the target uh hog in this offense uh seven catches for 75 yards didn't score but he led the way for the bucks receivers jacoby myers two completions for 40 45 yards eight catches for 70 yards still hasn't gotten into the end zone yet but uh you know having a solid day in his own right uh jacoby myers played really well kendrick Bourne played really well five catches for 58 yards i mean this offense isn't a deep shot offense but they're definitely a dink and duck and they're very efficient with it both tight ends on the Patriots side were usable Hunter Henry with a touchdown, Johnny Smith with a touchdown, uh, but they are touchdown or bust, honestly. So uh, temporary expectations with those guys, and be, and Gronk being out really hurt uh, the Bucks offense. You can see it blocking and uh, pass catching. Cameron Bray just had a, just struggled, man. Two catches on twenty nine yards, just had a very tough day. So uh, yeah, hopefully we can get Gronk back soon, and uh, you know move forward. So all right, that's gonna do it for me today. Uh, thank you all for listening. Go ahead and follow the show on Twitter at Pigskin Champs and on Facebook at Pigskin Champs Pod. Give us a like and review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, all that stuff. Got the Wave Wire show coming out for you guys tomorrow. Have a great rest of your day. Hopefully, your Monday night football miracles come through. I know I need uh, probably 60 points from the kicker, from the Raiders kicker. Uh, Darren Waller and Mike Williams. Hopefully we get it. Thank you all for listening. 
Peace. <laughs>